Chris. JL. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Oh, did you like the how are ya? I, like I'm trying to sound young and hip because I'm getting old. <laughs> another year. At, we're back at January 2024, so I'm getting ready for another year older. I know. Well, I'm I'm turning <gasps> 29. 20. Say that louder. Say that nine one louder. 21 this year. Mm. I'm turning 21. No, you're not. You're 29, which means you're a year off 30. But that makes me sound really old because I've got a daughter <gasps> who's a year off 30. I just don't feel – I don't know mm. if you have this. Mm. Actually, this is a good question to pose to you. Yeah. What age, like I know you're, you're I'm not going to say your age and out, you like I'm happy. just outed me. I'm happy to be 51. Oh, so you're 51? Yeah. Wow. Hate it. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> I really do. But you I, do I not say look it. 51. You look bloody amazing. Oh, okay. Well, we can, we can out my age <laughs> if you're going to say stuff like that. <laughs> but what, so I have a question for you. Yeah. What age, like I feel as though mm. I'm 25 and that's just, my age yeah. I, I won't ever like i feel like yeah. i'm stuck at 25 yeah is there an age that you feel stuck at i reckon probably about 30 oh. i reckon i feel about 30 and i and i remember at 30 um we moved to sydney so yeah. that was a year of just like everything's changing 30 is good like you were you know at school and <gasps> i know wait you had a oh my god just think about what i'm doing with my life. <laughs> you're in grade one what? So you'd been at school already a year prior been to in us kindy. moving. You've been in prep, kindy prep. prep, and then grade one. And so at your age, you were. I was a mum of a four-year-old. And you, what are you at your age? And I am still third wheeling my parents to breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. You came to the engagement party on Saturday night yeah, we with did. me. You were like my dates. We were your dates. There weren't many other parents there. There weren't. So <laughs> Unless they were the brides I'm or the groom's parents. To on this. <laughs> I'm attending Everyone engagements with my parents. <laughs> um, and honestly, last night we went to dinner together. Yeah, we I, did. And I don't know if we have any listeners that feel this way. But I love a good third wheel. So mm. I saw this TikTok the other day of this woman and she's, you know, getting rid of the stereotype that, you know, you have to be moved. I, I'm kind of <laughs> – this is an intervention. I'm preparing you for, okay. what, for me moving back home. Not. Okay. <laughs> but she moves back in with her parents at 30. So it's, she's doing the reverse basically. So she's okay. moving back in. Had she been with someone before? Like had she moved oh, out? or look, I'm, It's a TikTok post. Oh. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I was going to say, we need to ask her some questions. <laughs> I don't know these people. Like <laughs> I don't call them and say, hey, what's your life story? <laughs> Why not? Um, we should so do that. We should call someone on TikTok and ask them their life story. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I mean, a lot of people do share uh, intimate things. But so she's doing the reverse and she's – it's funny, she has like this photo slide and one of them was, you know, parents coming in to debrief at night. And I, I just remember growing up and you'd always come into my room and I debrief would. about things. And yep. like I love being and – and I uploaded this photo on Mind the Gap the other day of when you're 13 and your mum calls you like, oh, my God, go away, yep. mum, you're so lame. Yeah. And now I just want to call you 24-7 <laughs> and tell you like the most you – And know, now I want to tell you to go away. You're so lame. Significant <laughs> things of my day. Like, oh, mum, there's not a cloud in the sky today. I know. And it's a good day. Oh, mum, I just got this juice from Boost yeah. and I just want to tell you all these things. I know. I you know, and then when I was 13, I was like, oh, my God, mum's calling. What does she want? You never answer. You know. But what's silly is when you ring me, I answer immediately no matter what and everyone's like, don't worry, yeah. sure. And I'm like, but you might need me. But when I ring you, you don't answer. Oh, don't I? 
Not really. I'm not good with my phone though. You, you. I had so I uploaded a story the other day. Yeah. It was a screenshot. We'll get into this about my Uber driver trying to pick me up. Yeah. But in the screenshot was how many messages I have unread, and it was 155. Yeah. And people doesn't that freak you out? No, it's too much to. I just too much but <laughs> people have left you a message <laughs> i'm you know what i'm going to do is make you on sunday on your day off you're going to sit there and respond to all of those no. messages <laughs> they're honestly like like spam a lot of them are spam i don't agree there's probably like most of them <laughs> 100 of them are probably my message <laughs> so when you don't answer the phone it's like ring me back ring me back but so back to that story but i so yeah becoming more like your parents um at 30 and and kind of Wanting to be closer to your parents, but and I've also realised, yeah, even with the airport now, I'm, mm. I used to, you know, laugh at dad for his. You've got to be there on time, yeah. and now I'm just becoming dad. You are. So the other day <laughs> I went to the airport, um, and I did leave at last minute. So a, a little bit of me came out, not dad, but I left it to the last minute. And I thought twelve forty five was um, when the plane was leaving, but I thought that was when we were boarding. <gasps> so I got I got that time mixed up. So we get into this Uber ride and mm. we start talking and then he asked for my number and I was like oh. – So hang on a moment. Let's go back a bit. You just – like talking about what? Like what we'll led just, you to ask we'll for just, the number? We are just talking, like having a really good chat about um, – I don't even know. It was just I was just asking him about how he – I don't know, just, just a just general chat. Stuff, yeah. And then he asked for my number and it's one of those weird situations and I feel like every female has been in it but you go, oh, like – I'll just give him my number yeah. and it'll just go away. But I also thought I'd try to do the fake number thing, but he he's like, oh, call me. They do this thing where they're like, oh, oh call me. And then I, and I can so, save your number. Oh, it's just – and every female's experience this and you're like, oh, my God. And the thing is I know I should be more – No? Yeah. Like direct. Direct. Yeah. But I just – I felt bad. Anyway, so I get to the airport and he's like left me this message and he's like, hi, dear. Hope you have a nice – um, stay. Idea, how old was this guy? I don't know. Like, oh, just oh, creepy. creepy. So he's got your number. Yeah. Did you respond to her? Have a nice day. No. no. Okay. So that's one of my one hundred. What's his Uber rating like? Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't look, but I've got a. Do you, if if you did like him, would you be I happy to like give you? Him, okay. So if you don't like him, we don't give him your number. I know, but how do you handle that? In the moment, I couldn't think about it. I was like, what do I say? Uh, in a moment, just say, um, my mum said that I cannot give my number out to strangers. <laughs> that would shock them. Like people wouldn't be used to hearing that. Oh, I'd like to, but mum said I can't give my number out to strangers. <laughs> See ya. Oh when did he ask for the number? Halfway through the journey? No, all the way? at the very end. Okay, so that was good. You can just shut the door and say thanks, No, bye. but it was like a really like all good time stand, oh. like maybe two minutes till we had to go. So I was in the car and I thought, oh. I've and he's just like, can I have your number? Yeah, he's like, we've had a really good conversation. Next Friday I'll come. And, yeah, it was just – it was a whole thing. Anyway, it was okay. weird. It was um, weird. Um, remember that time when we were having a business meeting with um, our friend Chris who worked at Channel 9 and we were up in the coffee line and some guy wanted your number? Oh, I did the same thing. Do you remember he did the same thing? Yeah. And you luckily gave him the right number because then he rang you in the coffee line straight away That's and he right. said – Lucky you gave me the right number. And then he asked you over for Italian. He said he was going to cook your pasta. Oh, Do you remember right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the that coffee was... line. It was so creepy. But he was really freaked out that he thought you'd given him the wrong number. Oh, yeah. But they do that. They trap you. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, I reckon 
safety-wise and all that otherwise, just go, mum said I can't give mum to strangers and that will stop them. <laughs> like that's a cool thing. Um, I encourage you to go and do that and see what happens. No. We'll talk about it next time on the show. Next time. Probably no one will ask for your number now. Oh, no, never. No, one, no, not the the guys that I want to ask my number aren't asking for my number. No, that's no. the problem, isn't it? The guys that you want. Well, that's like the you guys were watching you Sister Wives the other night, which is the, honestly the most <laughs> bizarre show. And I, yeah, it's I can't so believe you've been watching it for ten years. It's so intriguing. But what what is the premise of the show? Well, let's just talk about it. It must be getting traction because everyone's watching it. It's in season like. 17 or 18 so it's been going for many many years and the attraction is is how people can number one want to be one of five wives so polyamorous yeah so i mean in daily mail today they've got one of the lady the girl's 18 and she's the cult leader's 65th wife so he's got 65 wives i mean that's just ludicrous i don't even have one person start a cult but sister yes. wives is interesting because you look at the tribulations and what's been interesting is over the years they've all been this oh we love each other and we're all you know we love being together and we're all sisters and la 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 la, la. well now everyone's divorcing everyone and it's turned to crap so after 17 years of them all loving and they've got like 20 kids between them. Robin's pregnant again, the latest wife. But Cody's now realised he was only ever in love with Robin, who was the last wife. So the other three wives are like, this is crap. You never really loved us. And Cody's like, well, I finally found what love is. But he's had all these kids along the way. And all the kids are fractured now. And they lived in this happy little commune. And now are they Are they in the one house? No, initially they were, and it had like mm. corridors between, and they oh, all lived in the one. Oh, weird. Then they moved to Flagstaff, and when they moved to Flagstaff, they all got their own houses. But Cody has like that's a cupboard. Uh, look, if I'm one of, you know, 65 or however many Cody has, he's if he's got, giving me a house, yeah. I'm not complaining. No. At, at this current point in time, it's the, okay. the men I'm getting are offering me the bare minimum. They're, not, they're trying to split one margarita. Yeah. And I'm Little like, if whole. Cody is going to offer me a house and I have to share him with six other wives... It sounds like a pretty nice commune. It sounds like they're all friends. Well, they were all friends and we all thought living this life through them, they Mm. were friends. But I used to get really upset watching her. I still do now thinking about when he leaves one wife to go to the next wife. But now as the wives are coming out, they're saying when he would turn up to their house, he'd sleep with his back to them. And (gasps) so it was just yuck. And they say we have him one night out of every four because he's got four wives. And on those nights, he like he must be tired. And all he was doing was running between houses and... (laughs) Like each wife would say goodbye in the morning and hi, the next one would be hi at night and then they'd have dinner and look, he'd look after those kids. And but the what? rest of the time the wives look after the kids and then all the sister wives look after each other's kids because some of them work and some of them don't. <laughs> and It's just so it's chaos. So what's Cody's – because obviously he's brainwashed these women because – No, it's about a religion. So they're Mormons and right. the religion is – so they've grown up in this religion. So most of them have come from um, polygamy as well. So their mums were oh. a mum of four – like oh, others so, so like a lot of them but, them but the latest one who he's fallen in love with robin she wasn't she was just a normal how you doing type of gal and then she broke up with her husband and somehow there was introduction and then he fell how did her. they meet um through one of the other wives because you introduce the wives and and then they caught them so the wives all say goodbye and he goes off to dates with the new no girl and they do all this courting <laughs> and it's i just watch it because i'm so intrigued at the psychology behind it but how so, okay, this is what I'm confused about. <laughs> How do you have 17 seasons of him going into a house, <laughs> having sex, yeah. turning his back, walking yep. out of the house, the wife's waving goodbye, yep. the sister wives, like, what are the 17, what do you do for well, 17 their, Well, all of their families have got normal problems like us. So kids get sick and go to hospital and have to have backs straightened and 
when COVID came, <laughs> yeah, that was just it one just of the. That's normal. <laughs> I don't think that happens. To- <laughs> she had scoliosis, and Cody okay. wouldn't go and to the hospital because it was during COVID. So she had to go without her dad, and in COVID caused all. That's why they end up separating. Like COVID has caused drama even with mm. the sister wives, not just with us normal mm, people, mm, mm. because he then made everyone have protocols that you couldn't touch the mail without gloves on, and the other wives didn't conform so well. So yeah. then he stayed at Robin's for the whole time of COVID. So then they had much more of a falling in love thing, and the other sister wives were left to their own devices doing whatever they wanted during COVID and it was a bit nuts. But it's their life. So you look at what happens, you know, the kids go to school, they have new How weddings. How do the children and, feel about all of this? Well, now that they've broken up, the children feel pretty crappy. Mm. But during it, they all didn't know difference. They thought it was like a big massive brother and sister. You know, That's you've got 17 true. brothers and sisters and you live in this, cool. these houses and everyone's mums to everyone. And Yeah, I guess if you don't know any You don't different. know any different. So they didn't know what it was like no. just having dad home every night. or. But surely they're... Uh, yeah, are they are they now? Is it? Can you tell they've now? They've now. Well, well some of them have now gone. We do not want this life, and they've left the, like <gasps> the they've left Cody's family and right. married a normal person and had normal like lives. Yes. So you watch that intrigue, and some of them have become. It's really interesting because part of their religion is you can't love the person of the same sex. So. Um, Mary's the first wife's daughter. She only had one daughter because then she had pregnancy problems and couldn't get pregnant again. So yes. then she was jealous because all the other wives kept having kids and she couldn't. Right. But her daughter became fell in love with another girl. Mm. And so the poor daughter was in a place where that was no not allowed and right. Mary like stood up for it. So that caused drama in the oh. family. So there's all these dramas well, going on. There would be a lot of stories. I can understand now how yeah. it's 17 seasons. It's not just <laughs> you going in having sex, turning your back and going out to the next <laughs> wife. There is a lot more that goes on in a season. Yeah, it sounds like And it. then they all buy land and then they all move. Oh, because then they their religion was illegal. So they had to pick up their five houses one night before the FBI came and <laughs> shut it down. And they all had to get vans and drive to another part of the world where it was legal. So they had to just leave their whole life. And move. So that was a big lot of drama. Right. Mm. I guess it in it kind of – because you were watching it the other night and we'd just come back from an <laughs> engagement and that's what you put on after. It's just a bizarre thing. When, yeah. You know, like it's just not – you know, you, you think about all the other reality shows you could be watching and you just <laughs> are obsessed with it. And this guy, the Cody guy, just looks – he looks like a genuine creep. Like yep. that, he is totally manipulating the yeah. whole system. Oh, and totally he just, is. And I, I think I feel so sorry for these women because I'm like, mm, how realized. can you? Totally. Mm. <laughs> uh, They've made lots of money and they had a jewellery line at one point. Which wife? All of the wives got together and they pitched this jewellery <laughs> and then everyone started buying sister wives jewellery in the States. What? and Yeah. Massive, a massive business in jewellery. <laughs> You know, they pitched. They had to pitch and get all their pictures ready and present, and it was very what? interesting. Was it successful? Uh, it was for a while, but now it's not successful anymore. Did you get a bracelet? Well, or I a wanted necklace? to. I was going to buy you some for Christmas, but I thought you wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> not want to walk around with Cody. sister wives. Uh, Talking about reality show, Mav Mass is coming wait, back. I, oh I no, you're not ask, done. Keep, no, I love I sister wanted, wives. I just wanted to ask one question: mm. was because we came back from the engagement, you put on sister wives and. I was speaking to someone at the engagement. <laughs> this is how sad this. I was speaking to someone at the engagement that a lot of marriages end in fifty percent divorce. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's that's my conversation. At the engagement <laughs> that is I'm not like, good conversation. But surely my odds are good if because I'm not going to get married. <laughs> so you are clear. I have good odds. Clear. But thinking about that and mm. thinking about the construct of marriage, and I was looking at my obviously best friend and her fiance get like, about to get engaged and. I look at them and I go, this this couple is forever. Yeah. I just, you know, you look yeah. at someone and you go, this is, 
But I also I start to question not them, but the construct of yep. marriage and, and thinking about these like polyamorous and I mean I, I I've I've had friends that question open relationships yeah. and want to do that. Yep. I can't do that because I'm just I'm either single or yep. I'm with someone. Yep. There's no in between. No. I can't because I just couldn't imagine being it's like the sister wife thing. Mm. I couldn't imagine being with someone and then goes, Oh bye, like I'm gonna go yeah. see Jennifer now. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, just go. Yeah, no. You know, and so I know. And so I think I start to question you know, with the rates of 50% of marriages end in divorce, like is it is it just this societal construct? And also I question I spoke to someone the other day and it's like the idea of a soulmate. Mm. And I was speaking to one of my good friends about it and she goes, I believe we have multiple soulmates. Yes. In the world, yep. I just all this stuff is I like, know. and how do you know you found him? I'm going on this this existential I love it. crisis of tangent, but how do you know you found the one? And and marriage is really hard work. Yeah. And yeah, how is. how is Cody doing it with seven? I know <laughs> one's hard enough. <laughs> how is he doing it with seven? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit I don't get. But also, what I have found over the last year, there were so many high profile people that also yes. chose to separate. Yes, and I thought that they were just killing life being together living the best life you know there's Hugh Jackman and Carrie like there's a lot of people that I love and I live my life with I just look at them and you know there's they're normal humans Mm. who have grown apart like often they say it's not that people hate each other but people want different things people grow apart we've had lots of friends like most of our friends are no longer together Um, my friendship group there's there's you and dad yeah yeah, you're the only ones that are yeah. still yeah together. Yeah. Actually, two yeah, one other yeah. person I know, but it's a really yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? It's so and I think it's it's like comes down to I'm not married and it's not happening anytime <laughs> soon. But from like what I see objectively, it's definitely people grow apart, but it's like compromise and it's you know. Yeah, I think it comes down to compromise. Yeah, it does. And even if you do, like, you have different interests, but supporting one another in that interest. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I, I know. think it's about a really, it. I mean, we could spend a whole series talking about this sort of stuff because yeah. then there's the stigma of I don't want to leave because what will everyone else say? And I think that's changed significantly. My parents got divorced back in the 80s and my school made me leave my school. I was um, at a private school in Melbourne and the minute my parents got divorced, they were the first parents in the school to ever have that happen in 1984. Wow. And they made me leave the school. They really? wouldn't let a divorced family be. Yeah. So, you know, I look back at the stigma back then. Now, imagine today if you were from a divorced family, you, no one would have school people. Like, <laughs> there'd, be no, oh those, there'd be no one at school because if the rules were you can't be in this community if you're from a divorced family, no one would educated so i think our whole way we look at that is very different and i think it's the way you do it and the way you mm. go about it and if you care about each other and you know you respect, you, you respect and, it's and it's just the right amicable. thing to do yes. you know it's for no one else to judge i don't think and it's also for you not to stay in a place because you think others are judging you as well because yeah. you've got one life 100 yeah. percent. and but then it, it makes me question it's like do you, because you know I've I've also got friends who love each other and but they won't get married they they're just kind of like I don't know what do you call that when they're life partners they're just like they want to do that they don't need the whole no, marriage no. certificate thing yeah. um, 
they just want to be, which I also understand because yeah, they're going too. through a divorce. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Although, even if you are life partners and you go through a separation, ah. the same thing happens. You don't need the certificate. If you've been with someone for like more than facto. 12 months, de facto, more they're than still entitled. Yeah, if you're living with someone just for more no. than 12, they start to become entitled to bits and pieces. Yeah. I'm just going to live with Cody and just get all of his stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna, the well, Aussie in well, enters the house. There's I a problem now with Cody because they've bought land and they they were plotting out their five houses on this new bit of land and now each person wants their bit of land and Cody can't give them the money because unless he sells the land but he wants to keep the land and then him and Robin are going to have all the land. and It's all nuts. So, yeah, so our message is if you love someone, love them and if you don't, that's also okay. It's, it's just being respectful and kind and... You know, the way that you... It's, but it's also very interesting, the the school thing, isn't it, with um, your private school saying... Oh, my gosh. Well, they thought mum was going to break up. Mum would walk around the school in her sport, at sports day and all the guys would realise she was separate, like, separated. And so then that they could think, well, they might want her. So then she would break down other marriages. That was the reasoning behind it. Did they say that outright? They said outright that it wasn't um, part of their culture of having separated families because that can change culture and they like (sighs) their culture of being everyone's together and you don't do bad things. Wow. Mm. So I got chucked out of school. Interesting though, the woman was pinpointed too. Like your dad probably didn't have that conversation, but it was was the woman. It was about mum wrecking homes. Home wrecker because on well, sports day I mean, she well you know <laughs> not that she's a home but she's been known to anyway have fun. Um, she's a fun type of gal. Back to school because the kids are the kids. The kids, the kids are, back are going to back to school, and I bet all you that are listening school. that have kids at home are going. Thank goodness they're going back to school. Yeah, I used to say that when you're on holidays, it was like I would count down the days till you were back at school. Are you kidding? No, nah, well, I'm I not. That I wasn't that. Needy. Oh, you know, you're still needy at 29. <laughs> Imagine what you were like at 12 and 10 and 8 and I think four. I'm even worse at 29. Yeah, I think you are. And also, I'm 28. Well, you let's said stop, 29th year. Stop. Yes, 29th year. Let's stop. Let's stop. Um, so back to school. Mm. And I heard a radio segment the other day and yeah. I thought it was so um, applicable to us. But it was saying, you know, what was the thing when you were at school? Yeah. That was the trend. And I always felt like, too, it was post-holidays. It was like, yep. you know, you hang out with your friends post and then you're like, what can I bring to school? It's like one big thing for me. And I don't know if anyone else can relate. Well, no, I do know. But I remember going to Officeworks for, you know, back to school and it was like getting – all the new stationery. Oh yeah, it was the new yep. cool stationery. Yep. Like what? That like I remember getting this pencil sharpener. Yeah, that was in the shape of an elephant. Yeah, and I, I but I don't think that was even was a trend. The, the sharpening bit up its bottom. That's it was. <laughs> it was. It was no. It wasn't an elephant. It was a hippo, and that was it. Yeah, and I thought it was so cool, and I was going to start this trend. So I also thought I was going to start. It didn't land. Like no one else got <laughs> no the one hippo else. with the. <laughs> But I remember stationery was a big thing, but also the pencil case you had. Oh, yeah, that mattered. It was like mm. Roxy pink. Yep. The yep. boys had black billabong. Yeah. Yeah. And you had um, the little cutout, paper cutouts, cardboard that you'd put your name yep. in. Yep. And, that, and the letters, you could put, remember those earlier ones where it had like the little plastic for your old letters so you could write Grease yep. and cut the G. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 And you had that and you'd put that in. That, yeah. like, that was the biggest thing. I know. It was oh your pencil gosh. case. Because yep. because coming back to this is is the trend at the moment, and you won't notice, but it's a Stanley Cup. So it's those big 
Have you seen yes. them? They're yeah, like I have. big and so all the girls, you but know, you can't you're carrying your school bag, you're carrying your books, you're carrying oh. everything and you're carrying this big bloody oh. just go to the border bubbler. I agree, go go go, go to, to the water, water bubbler. bubbler. Go to the water Do you know what my thing was at school? It's the one memory that I remember. So I got um for Christmas a cassette player that was battery operated and it was like it had a handle and it was black. It's and like you a could boom box. But, but a little version, yeah, like yeah. it was just a handle and it was just like, and you put a cassette in which had like, and um, so I got the cassette player with big double A batteries that you put in four of them on the back. And then I got the Nutbush City Limit Tina Turner tape. And going back to school at lunchtime on the Oval, we'd put my, I was the only one that had this cassette player. Wow. So we'd take it to school and on the Oval we'd put in Nutbush and we'd all just do the Nutbush <laughs> for the whole time. <laughs> At the oval, and it was like I was the coolest kid on the block. Stop it! Because I bring you this think tape. You were cool? I did. I was like grade five. I would have been so you know I was at twelve, eleven, and, and you were just like on the oval. And we were the on the bush. oval with, and we just rewind <laughs> the Nutbush song with ten, rewind, press the like four big buttons on this thing. Like it was back in the early days, and then we just Nutbush the and every day we'd just go with this t- and I'd take this tape recorder to school, <laughs> and we'd do it so that you had an. Hippo elephant sharpener, oh, and I no. had a Nutbush City Limits tape well, recorder. I remember at the school disco, the Nutbush was the big thing, but I never knew how to do it, and I still don't. Oh when my it comes gosh, on, we are going to do, we'll we're going to do, we're going to do a Nutbush, and we'll put it up on mine again. Okay. Some people mightn't be able to do it, and the bus stop that was the other cool dance. What's the bus stop? Are you ready? Do the bus stop, and you all like spin around, <laughs> and you do like I'm <laughs> doing it now for the gaffies, and I'm clapping at the right appropriate times. So, so nostalgia, funny. bring back the. Uh, what else? Deck. What else was another another thing you brought to school that was liquid paper? Uh-huh. That was really like that was a naughty thing to bring to school. Liquid paper because back in the day we had to was liquid it paper the our wind, pen. The, one, like the, the, the white, one, the wind. Like you had to like. Oh no, that was way ahead of our time. We had like a oh. bottle of paint, oh. effectively, and you'd unscrew the paint lid, and you'd liquid paper your nails. Like we'd have beauty sessions at lunchtime, and then we'd get in trouble because you wouldn't like wear nail polish to school, and we'd liquid paper all of our nails and we'd be up at the principal's office and we'd have to take the liquid paper off and it wasn't like nail polish so nail polish remember didn't do it and we'd liquid paper our pencil cases like and we'd liquid paper like put our names on it with liquid paper i think it was so cool because we'd written on this white paint liquid paper stuff and then you literally would have to paint on the word and then rewrite it in pen over the word you know what i i just had this memory when you were talking about that I had this diary that was like glow in the dark. So I had a, a pen that I'd write and it yeah. was invisible. You'd have to get this like torch Spy. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd write like, Mum didn't let me do this today <gasps> and it was invisible and and I'd write all my secrets and then I was like, It's invisible. <sighs> I know. I can't wait to hear the secrets. I cannot wait to hear the <laughs> secrets. What were some of the secrets you wrote? Uh plenty of secrets. Oh, well, oh. kissing kissing a boy on an oval. Kissing a boy. Yeah, well, we got called up by the school for that one. Yeah. I do believe. That's true. Because they told us that you shouldn't be kissing. You should, you know what they should be doing? That's what the school teacher told us. Yeah, sorry. The school teacher said to us they should be playing sport on the oval, not kissing. I'm like, well, that's a form of sport. (laughs) They did not like me. I was like, well, she's massaging. But you know know what? This is a. Wait, is it 180 or 360? It's a full circle. 360, okay. that's like a full so, – 180 is half a circle. Okay, great. So that, that's <laughs> good to know. Um, so th- this is a 360 because the boy that I kissed on the oval also had six other girlfriends. So he was the original <laughs> sister wives. Okay. He had six, but he was kissing me on the oval. <laughs> he was, and we got in lots of trouble. 
All you right. got in lots of trouble. All righty. On that, that was that a note. good catch up. That was a great catch so up. Much more coming we have got this so year. much more We've coming got this new year. Guests coming. Lots of new guests. We may be appearing on a reality show. We may be. That's that's yep. a secret. I'm writing in my invisible diary. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find and your you invisible can, diary and tell the gappies what you wrote. And you can liquid paper it. And I'll liquid paper it out. <laughs> Later, dudes. Bye. Have a great day.